Do you have women ever like repeatedly demand that you come in them? No, but I have had them say, yeah, I want you to come in me. I like that. That's good. They say it once. Wahoo! My day just went from great to absolutely perfect. Alexa, stop. What did I say to even get her to start going? So I've heard women say, I'd like you to come in me. And that's good. Like I'd like say it once. Sure. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is controversial, but mostly in good faith. I am Keith. My co-host is Mike. What's new at your castle on the hill, Mike? No construction noise for us, Keith. How is your construction noise? <laughs> I'm pretty infuriated by my presumably new neighbors who may show up at some point, but they've been doing construction for over six months now, and I'm trying to figure out how I can get back at them for the noise they've imposed on me for this time. They're not living in the unit while it's getting its multi-million dollar refurbishment. Yeah, of course. Of course. They're just imposing that on you. It's t- mm-hmm. troubling. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. There's nothing I can do. It's basically, no. we, we, we brainstormed about this before we started the show and didn't come up with anything, right? anything good. Um, we haven't looked at a porn video for quite some time, like months, right? That's right. And I would note that- um, we At least not together. The, that's right. We, well, I mean, we obviously probably <laughs> on a daily basis look at uh, some of the, the beautiful, what is it? Sp- soccer is the beautiful game and porn is the beautiful video. Beautiful. <laughs> sure. That's what we all want. Um, yeah. We When I posted uh, on the show notes, the picture of the- a couple weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, the picture of the um, sugar baby that we thought was particularly attractive. Mm-hmm. There was some dispute about exactly how attractive. I noticed that got a lot of clicks. So we do know that ah. when we uh, bring people's attention to, uh, we don't track people too, uh, you know, exhaustively. But we do know how many clicks we get on things like that. So, so I thought maybe, yeah, this this is a particularly compelling video clip that I think we should be looking, we should look at, and it will be in the show notes. Um, okay, it's not particularly long. It's an animated GIF kind of thing. Okay, so um, there's no there's no sound. There is sound. You can turn on the sound if you want. Wait um, a minute. It lasts. Can maybe. animated GIFs have sound now? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a little surprising to me that you don't know this, Keith, but most of the porn subreddits these days are like on redgifts.com or yeah. they're not Pornhub anymore. And, okay. and yeah, typically those have sound. And actually a tip to the men and women out there who are uh, looking for the best content, even if it doesn't have sound controls on it, a lot of times you can right click on the video, select or on the whatever GIF the video, you can select show um, controls and then max and then full screen it. And it will, it's a lot of the ones that don't appear to have sound actually do have sound. Okay. Uh, this one is uh, easier to, it's a better UI than that. It has sound very directly in the UI in the bottom right. So fine. But the animated GIF format itself has something been updated in the format where it can now carry sound. It is not. No, there have been no technical improvements. Almost okay. all an- so-called animated GIFs these days are just videos. Fine. Yeah, they just, yeah, they're just short. People just videos. call short clip videos GIFs. I think you should watch this for a long with time the, they were. That's right. I think you should watch this with the sound on because it's okay. part of the compellingness of it. And it's only 12 seconds. So Yeah. I'm, part of the reason why I'm wearing headphones now because I don't want the feedback to come through the microphone. But normally I do not wear headphones. And uh, I mean, I guess it's good you can't hear the table saw currently running in my backyard. But yeah, I often mute my computer because people in the apartment next door can hear it. And so yeah, this change where like porn gifts now have sound is something that I I guess I've sort of noticed, but yeah. Yeah. uh, But I haven't um, actually, I I guess I hadn't internalized it. All right. Anyway, enough on (laughs) The technicalities of of gift watching, sure. Um, so we'll post this in the show notes, and you can count down. and And if people want, they can get the video and watch it along with us. It's only ten seconds or twelve seconds or something, so it's not you know, okay. Hold on. All right, I have the sound activated. Uh, I am ready to press play. Are you going to narrate okay. it for us? Yes. Okay. Let's go. Starting three, two, one. Now. So it's from the female perspective. 
I realized that, I, and uh, it's a man plowing a woman. And the thing that you notice immediately is that his penis appears to be actually causing her stomach to bulge out as it gets. Wow. Actually, it's repeating already. She yes. says something. I think it was coming out through my computer speakers, so I had to mute it or lower it significantly. She actually makes note of it in the audio and then rubs her stomach. Uh, I was curious if. So this is pretty compelling, right? I mean, how? Yeah. Is this possible? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very, so let's, let's start off with the basics here. We can agree that that is his penis making her lower abdomen bulge out. Correct. Like, I, um, I don't think this is a trick. I think that someone might be hmm. able to pretend to do this, but I think that that is not likely the case here. I think the like, it's very most likely case is that his cock is causing some sort of yeah. uh, bulge in her stomach. I mean, you notice that if, if you're the woman, it's bulging out sort of on the the right side, not on the left. Like it's pretty clearly like cock <sighs> width, the area that bulges, right? It's not, in other words, it's not just her like tensing those muscles. Yeah. She puts her hand exactly where the bulge is coming from too. Yeah. Although she might do that even if she were faking it. I don't think there can be any doubt here. Pretty compelling, right? I mean, I, I, I think... Uh, I, I'm like 80% that, that, okay, we, we don't, okay, we, we largely agree that this is likely as cock. Yeah. So you've never uh, experienced this in vivo, as they say? <laughs> no, I have not. No. Um, I have actually. Uh, have done on, a, on a child? No, no, it was a, a adult woman. And I, I would say the key was she was extremely thin, extremely thin. And then there's some sort of angle where you get kind of an upward angle and pretty similar to this type of thing. Um, I think that when I did it, uh, I had to sort of push down our abdomen a little bit with my hand, uh, but you could get to like you know, this sort of maximally bulge. sort of flatten it out so that you could notice. Exactly. Exactly. Huh. And you could like push down on the abdomen and feel your cock through it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, we can put that in the show notes so people can, uh, it's, it's pretty impressive stuff, right? And, uh, it gives you a nice uh, internal visual of the depth of penetration. I would note, by the way, that there's this uh, trend. There's a subreddit for it. I can't remember what it's called. It's called like invisible dick or I can't remember what it's called. There's this trend where women uh, post pictures. It's not women. Men post pictures of women <laughs> with penises fully uh, inserted and then try to like make an outline of where the penis would be. And then there's another insider body. And then there's another one where women will or they're pictures of women with a cock that's not inserted that's sort of in front of them to show like where it would, where, how deep it would go. And another one where they'll like have another, like maybe a tape measure to show you like how far up in their abdomen, a like a, a 10 inch or eight inch penis would go. Uh -huh. Right. So you'll get the, you'll get this vis visual that like an eight inch penis would get like far above her belly button. In my uh, experience, I think there's that's a, a subreddit dedicated to this. There is. I just don't huh. remember what it's called. Sorry. Yeah. yeah I'm, People, maybe somebody can write in if they yeah, find sure, it. Yeah, it's maybe. Okay. Uh, I, I frequent NSFW411, which is just sort of like a a subreddit where people post like weird questions and things they're looking for. And this surely came up in there. Uh, the thing I wanted to say is that I actually think that the depth of penetration implied by these tape measures and so forth is often incorrect because what people forget is that when the penis is, or maybe never know, is the penis doesn't like just go straight in right under the abdomen. It goes in a little, the vagina goes up at a little bit of an angle sure. into her body. And so it's not, it's a little bit of a hypotenuse thing going on there. So it won't I go see. quite that deep. Um, I see. Yeah, so, but, but even so this, this, um, this video here does show that it's possible to kind of jam, yeah. you know, jam it in there and do something. Yeah. They're probably orienting their bodies uh, cleverly to get this effect. Yeah. I think that this is uh, as much a camera trick as, but I mean, it, look, it, the, the, the camera work and the positioning is just accentuating what's actually happening and what's actually happening is obvious. Right. So I also wanted to do a quick follow-up on something we discussed last week, which was the anal probe chest cheating uh, technology. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and we don't need should to get we, into the should details. We should we okay, rewind? Right. Is there, okay. <laughs> in the grandmaster chess world chess world there's been some speculation that somebody has been cheating in live chess matches 
and it's unclear how exactly he may be doing so, but his moves look a little bit too perfect. And some have suggested that he might be using a device inserted into his anus that vibrates in such a way that tells him the moves to make. That's right. And somebody, maybe a third party would be sending via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth messages mm-hmm. to this device. So people have been doing various experiments. We discussed last week that somebody had made a an anal probe shaped device that could in fact vibrate in this way right? and had the capability to receive data. Somebody has now made a device that does that as well, but this one he wanted to test because obviously they use typical detection methodologies like uh, a metal detector wand. There's also a device you can use to detect Bluetooth and Wi-Fi signals. So this guy wanted to see, well, you know, could you detect something that was inside someone's body? So his, his solution for doing that was to take one in a created device uh, that would be the, you know, sort of this, this chess uh, anal probe or whatever, then put slices of bologna on top of it to simulate, uh, you know, the thickness of a person's body. And what he found- Some Sort of dampening is, effect? It's exactly. So he just started uh-huh. putting slices on there. What he found with, was with 10 slices of bologna, which is about 2.5- to three centimeters, uh, the metal detector could no longer detect it, nor could the Wi-Fi and Bluetooth detector, which is kind of interesting. It means that implies huh. that like uh, something like a butt plug, like if you, uh, it implies that without something like an x-ray detector, you could probably get on like an airplane with some kind of metal thing jammed up your butt uh, and so on and so forth. And I thought yeah, that was could you get the muzzle of a gun? <laughs> well, no comment. Okay. No comment. This thing isn't, I mean, this thing is not that much metal, right? So that would, that would probably be a lot more metal. I see. Hopefully not. Uh, but yeah. I was intrigued to see that in fact, like it's this, this may be a larger problem than people, so to speak, no pun intended, than people imagined initially that uh, in fact, uh, assuming there's a couple centimeters and I think there is of tissue around Flesh, yeah. your rectum, you probably could uh, do this and run, go undetected. Uh, they also pointed out you could put it in your shoe, which is less fun. Um, I wonder if this chess player is sort of sitting at home at night, getting really nervous as he can see that the internet investigators are getting closer and closer to understand how he perpetrated this crime. I think, Or if he didn't do it, if he's just like amazed at the <laughs> sort of things that people are proposing that he may have done and he's sort of chuckling to himself. I think right now the bigger reaction is just people, uh, and it's kind of yeah, it's kind of funny. It just shows like uh, ignorance is bliss. Like people are re- realizing just how straightforward it would be to cheat. So then you start wondering, was well, everyone? Che-? It's a little like performance enhancing drugs in sports. You start thinking, yeah. oh well, if this is that easy, then everyone's doing it. Yeah, I mean, when we used to sit near each other when we were working together, I always thought that your obsession with people cheating in the chess games you were in was sort of overblown. But yeah, I now fully recant my mocking of you about that. To be fair, uh, I never, yeah, I never believed it was more than say 10% max or maybe 20. There's, it's not, it's not a hundred or anything, but yeah, yeah. there's a lot of it. But there's you would obsess of it. over it. And it's annoying. I'm sure it is. And yeah. now I think it is <laughs> much more likely to have been the case than I did at that time. Yeah. So. It's my way of apologizing, I guess. There we go. Most you're going to get. All right, let's move on. So I got another uh, topic here. Um, So there's a, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there is a site that has deep fake porn. Essentially deep fake porn is where they take- What, celebrities or- Yes. Yes. So I uh, uh, chose some female celebrities while I was having a porn enjoyment session Uh uh, sometime recently. And I was pretty surprised at how, uh, I mean, look, it's okay. It's obviously not the celebrity having sex. Like it's not. However, I was surprised that like it, it was pretty much good enough to trick my brain. And it, and, and the Hold other on. thing is- Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Can I, can I say a couple things because yeah. I don't want to forget them? Uh, how did, what were the, what were the failure modes of it? Uh, I mean, they'll have multiple videos of the same purported celebrity and they don't have the same body yeah. type exactly. So I it's mean, obvious been, they can't all be real. Right. There have been photoshops of celebrities on other nudes' bodies for a while. I remember back when the amount of porn on the internet was a little bit more finite than it is now. 
I would sometimes see celebrities' heads smacked on top of photos that I'd actually seen before. And I'm like, oh, I know that's not them because I've seen, you know, that that photo with the real head uh, right. in the past. And well, that was, first of all, that's a photo, right? Sure. No, I, I understand here. And they but, moved on to videos. Yeah. Um, I've seen some of the stuff. Well, for starters, you know, we've both used Zoom where you can put like, you know, the avatars that, you know, go over your face. It could be as simple as just making it look like you're wearing sunglasses or a hat to actually changing your face to someone else's. And I've seen demos of ones that impersonate celebrities and they look pretty good. That's right. And I, I was surprised. The thing, the two things I was surprised for, number one is that you're right. There are some failure modes. It, 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 the body types don't always correlate and they'll, they'll just be obvious things like fake boobs that are just very obvious that maybe the particular celebrity in question has fake boobs. But it wouldn't. These are there. There are elements that very much in certain videos look like a porn actress. Uh, on the positive side, though, like generally, I thought that it did a good job of fooling my brain. And secondly, I was surprised to find that it actually made the videos more compelling to me because, yeah, basically, my brain thought, "Oh, this is such and so celebrity having right. sex," and I was actually right. aroused by that more yeah. than I would be if it was a random person. So there's some reason why like the celebrity thing, and I'm not really a celebrity follower or watcher, but it really did enhance the uh, pleasure. Yeah. I was no, I hear you. I mean, I know you don't have, I mean, both Eric and I have discussed in the past on this show, this feeling of shame after masturbating sometimes. And I think you don't really feel that, but I feel, I feel felt. negative shame, like pride. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I felt particular shame when I would use some of these celebrity fake photos. Hmm. It's just, it's like, I just can feel how much I'm like sort of short circuiting my brain. And it just felt particularly embarrassing for some reason. Oh. I, yeah. It made me like it more. I was like, oh, this is good. I, I It's not that me- <laughs> it fooled my brain too. I just didn't like that. It was fooling my brain huh? or I felt more shame about it. Um, have you, okay. have you used Dolly or the Google um, you, you type in some yeah. text and it spits out an image. Um, so you could say like, you know, show me a picture of a mouse dunking. Yes, a I, was banned. I was banned from Dolly oh. pretty quickly. Actually, right. I, I asked it. So it won't let you do pornographic. You're definitely going to be able to answer my question, which is yeah. I'm sure you, you can't use it for porn. You can't use it for anything pornographic. That was one of my first things I tried. Then I asked yep. it to show me some Mormon missionaries around a keg sharing beer. <laughs> and I tried various elements of that and that yeah. it didn't, it, it, then I got banned. It was somewhere around that I got banned. It was basically, I was trying to make sort of offensive religious imagery. And I think, so I think a human must have been watching what I was asking for. And I was slowly getting it more and more realistic. Uh, yeah. I have no affiliation or ex-affiliation with the Mormon church. It was just, I was just entertaining myself. No, it and, seems um, probable that they would not want the negative PR associated with, you know, yeah. say something with Muhammad or you know, exactly. You just My don't plan, want to of course, trouble. was to was to make a funny picture and post it on like the ex Mormon subreddit, right. and then the people would get a good laugh, and that was it. That was my. I wasn't going to go beyond that, but whatever. Like, yeah, it was it was banned immediately. Okay, so you can't use that for porn, but that won't last you long. Can. Soon, yes, that, soon yes. you will be able to use these things for porn. Well, that, yeah, this is the other thing that it leads me to think is that, and, and there was so I saw a video. You're of, of course familiar with the metaverse and mm-hmm. uh, Meta, the former Facebook's new strategy, which is Yes, not... they introduced legs the other day, I read. Yeah. And so there was a video I saw, which was, I mean, I don't know why they tend to use Mark Zuckerberg as their, like, <laughs> he'll be you know like- why? The least... It's because it's Mark wants to. Okay. But he, he should use someone more attractive and compelling and less robotic. But anyway, there was a video Mike, they made you, of- You don't say. That is, a, boy, that is a radical idea there. Yeah. Too. Well, I mean, or maybe just someone female, <laughs> female and or human. Uh, they, yeah. So anyway, they made a deep fake of him or it was, it was an avatar of him, but it looked very realistic and it was not him. Right. right. And he's talking for, I don't know how long. And then he was mm-hmm. talking about how it, maybe you saw this video take that you was talking about how long it takes to render right now. But I was thinking as I watched it, I thought, oh, this, this is going to be porn. This is what porn will be in like 30 years is there won't. So I, so I was thinking to myself, will there be no porn actresses? I think the answer is yes. Definitely. Because not. 30 years, definitely not. Okay. Okay. Sorry. There definitely will not be porn actresses in 30 years. Isn't that interesting? So, so I there's, think so, it could be on the scale of five. I think that's, I think there's like right. a 10% chance it'll be five years. 
you know, 20% chance it'll be seven, you know, and then goes up in some nonlinear way. All you have to do is get through uncanny Valley and then uncanny, uncanny Valley for listeners. is like when you start getting close to a realistic avatar, you often get something really messed up looking because the body motion doesn't look correct and so forth. So you have to get that figured out and it's complicated problem. But at that point, I mean, it is much better and easier to just have fully animated stuff. You can Mm-hmm. You can have the body types and body shapes be completely, you know, oh, whatever customized. camera angle, whatever scene, whatever. Yeah. Right. And, and you wouldn't, and yeah, it, it just, I, I thought about that and I thought, well, that that's, I, I don't know if that would happen with say Hollywood, you know, movies because people want to know who the movie stars are. They follow them. There's a human interest thing there. I'm not sure that's, although only fans might beg to differ, but I mean, generally I think that there's a lot of men who would just consume animated porn. Yeah. And also, I mean, there's this question of, I mean, does that mean that you're going to start having bestiality, uh, et cetera? Right. No, I mean, all right. So two thoughts. The first is, uh, I think the thing that would be most shameful at that point would be some sort of data breach where people could look up the prompts that you were giving the porn generator. Right. (laughs) Like that would just be. Well, the first thing won't be people that would be career ending, right? If they were looking at children or animals or something. Oh, absolutely. Um, but even if it was like, you know, even if your wife saw it and you were always looking at like, you know, like porn of redheads or porn of people with breast size different than her or whatever, like, you know, you would have some, some questions to answer. And then the second thought, I just want to say it before I forget it. I was reading, uh, some speculation about virtual music and how music will at some point start being generated by AIs and they might be able to make really compelling tracks, but will that mm-hmm. be better than Taylor Swift or Harry Styles or whoever the popular pop artists are? Like a, a lot of their popularity is people like to follow along with their realness and follow them outside of their music. So like with movies, I think it might not happen or at least take significantly longer. I just wanted to say that. It's a much heavier lift. I, the, uh, the only thing I would add is that I don't think this is sort of obvious, I think, but the, I think the the place where you will see this first is not something that can generate porn for you. I just think it'll there'll be directors or whoever that make porn. Uh, so in other words, they'll start being porn clips that are uploaded to Pornhub and so forth that are fully generated, and it won't be ob- you won't know about it at first. Right. Just right. like these deep fakes that I'm seeing that I yeah. found compelling, uh, and then uh, yeah, and then there's a real problem, and I and I think the same thing about cam girls. Uh, they you know, if you, I, I was also banned from the cam girls subreddit because I, um, asked them it, why they like, or if they, re, if pe- why people really would like a dildo that shoots out fake cum, mm-hmm. because I don't think the woman would really like that. And she, <laughs> they didn't like that. They thought that was unacceptable that I was, I don't know. The fact that I was obviously a man perhaps got me banned, but it's the same thing. I mean, you have these women complaining bitterly about different aspects of the cam girl thing. And you think, wow, this is like Uber drivers complaining. Uh, your job is not going to exist in 10 years because the yeah. entire goal of this industry is going to be to replace you with an AI and it right. will probably work. Yeah. 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 The future is not good for <laughs> sex workers. The future um, for us is for, for the consumption though. It's for probably men, great. it's, it's just going to get to a point where they may not even need women. Mm. And we still, we, we bump into this like every third or fourth episode. And I always say someday we'll talk about our, our views on the future uh, and the impact that various sexual technologies may have, but not today. Uh, did you have another topic you wanted to get I to? I did quickly. I want, well, actually, I mean, this is also interesting to me. So I've come, I, I find uh, the typical porn star, um, well, the typical kind of produced, very produced porn, not that compelling. Uh, frequent listeners will know I prefer more amateur stuff. That's one reason why I don't really enjoy most of the stuff on the Oculus, the VR porn, because it's quite produced. And one of the things that's confusing to me about that is the behavior of the women in porn, in produced porn, and a lot of amateur porn too, really I don't think maps to actual female arousal. And so then I was thinking like, well, what, what, I mean, what does normal female arousal actually look like because it must be that men well okay there's a couple of possibilities one is that i have a warped view of what actual normal female arousal is like another Maybe. possibility is that Probably porn not. is is uh misunderstanding it for some reason and then men are latching on to that misunderstood so i mean i i was curious to get your take on what normal like yeah what normal female arousal during a sexual act 
is like. Well, okay, I think there's a third option there, which is okay. that the acting is bad. Okay. Because they're not actually aroused. Sure. Yeah, and they may not... I mean, the things that women and directors think men want to see in porn, yeah, I don't know. That's not a question of acting then. That's they're being told to overact yeah, potentially. right. But what right. do you, I mean, what, but what actually is the gold standard here? I mean, what, what do you, I mean, if you're having a, a really good session with a partner, what, what do you, what, what's sort of the typical, you know, sort of between the I mean, Mike, you know this varies, right? Like there are some women who, you know, okay. get quite quiet and quite in their head. There's some women who, you know, will do various levels of, of talking or moaning. And then, you know, as I've discussed on the show, I've been with women who are extremely loud and. Okay. But hang on, hang on. So a typical trope in porn is a woman repeating some phrase again and again, like in a kind of yeah. goading. Give it to me, give manner. it to me harder. Yeah, something like that. Or yeah, you know, rub, rub it or there. Just like that. Yeah. yeah or, uh, or I want you to come in me. I want you to come in me. You know, something. Does that ever happen in your experience? Uh, it doesn't happen in no, mine. This, no, that's... the sort of rote repeating of something for like three minutes in a row that you sometimes see in porn, like that just isn't. Okay. Do you have women ever like repeatedly demand that you come in them? No, but I have had them say, yeah, I want you to come in me. I like that. That's good. They say it once. Wahoo! My day just went from great. To absolutely Alexa, stop. What did I say to even get her to start going? So I've heard women say, I'd like you to come in me. And that's good. Like I'd Can like I say it once. Sure. So what? Okay, or a so, couple times, but not this sort of like rote repeating. Okay. So I'll, I'll go on like the affirmative here. Like, let me, let me give you what I think like porn actresses should do or what like a normal female response should, should look like. Uh, and, and maybe you can critique it. Okay. Um, I think that uh, at the beginning of the sex act, she should be, um, willing and interested, but not, but, but he's more interested at the beginning Yeah, in sort of obvious ways than she is. Mm -hmm. Then, uh, typically he is sort of driving the cloth clothing removal, the initial sort of set of kind of positions or where you're, where you're positioning your body. Yeah. Um, she is receiving you know, maybe enthusiastically, but letting him, you know, put his penis in her mouth, whatever, like doing various things. Mm -hmm. uh, there's some period of time when she's moving toward being more aroused and maybe going toward orgasm. That usually requires some activity that's kind of repeated for a while. She does some moaning. She climaxes with some sounds and maybe some utterances. And then you, of approval. the man, right? Then the man uh, starts to move toward his orgasm. She is paying attention to him, but mostly quiet, maybe moaning, depending on what he's doing. And then she might make some sounds as he's becoming closer to orgasm. And then maybe he would make some sounds as he orgasms and she makes some sounds as well. This yes. is sort that of normal. That sounds to me. like a good screenplay for. Okay. Uh, a realistic sex encounter. So how come, okay. And, and so you would say things like, uh, there are women that are louder and less loud during the build up to their orgasm. There are women who might say certain things as you're approaching yours that intensifies it or gets you more aroused, but it would be kind of simple, direct, not repeated, not like they're dying to have your cum in them or something. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Yes, sure. But I mean, Mike, recognize that porn is not watched linearly from minute zero to minute 28 or whatever the, That's true. Know, the average porn scene is. And so the director is sort of forced to deliver audio and visual experiences at all points, at all positions, in all the scenes in such a way that you know satisfies people who prefer you know, a cowgirl or missionary or doggy or whatever it may be. Right. And so- you're going to get some repetition, some unrealistic repetition of similar behaviors and, you know, acting as if they're maximally built up 
in a way that, you know, if you watch the whole thing is going to feel unrealistic. And so that's just like a general problem with filming scenes. And then on the sort of micro level, which is like in the scenes itself, you know, once you've conceded that it's got this unrealistic acceleration of everything, it, you know, it's, it's a bit of a hard problem to solve for. Still, I think they could do better. So I think, so what you're saying is, let's say that they have three different positions. They have a blowjob. They have him fingering her. In each of these parts, they need to create their own little mini drama because maybe <laughs> yes. you're the guy who wants to consume the blowjob part. They need right. to like amp it up during that to make that compelling. Okay. That's re I mean, I, I disagree that that's, I mean, I, I think that's I think part of the problem. That's not the entire problem. I think they would be much better served to simply make videos where, you know, the climax happens during the blow. Yeah. Maybe this is all animated, but or motivated by the guy only being able to nut once. So they have to yeah. pick their moments. Although getting more guys wouldn't be that hard. It's the women that cost money. And so you figure, well, okay, fine. During that day of filming, just have 10 different guys. And, you know, each one takes 20 minutes. And so this guy does the blow and this guy does the cowgirl or whatever. Maybe that costs more or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really care about seeing the nut anyway. Well, it's very odd when they act all extreme, you know, so th this is the same thing happens on Chatterbait and actually is a bit of a pet peeve of mine uh, that they Go will, uh, the, the, the couples on Chatterbait, I've actually taken to just picking the top woman on Chatterbait and watching her because usually Chatterbait's a pretty efficient marketplace to get highly attractive women. And yes, even though they're the most attractive woman is always just going to be milking for tips or whatever. And she's going to not show much of her body. It doesn't really, I don't care that much. Yeah. Um, I actually kind of, I, I feel like the sweet spot is like the fifth or sixth slot on Chatterbait. The, the top be. like one or two or three are always, you know, they're very attractive people, but they're sort of boring or performative in a way that is not compelling for me. It could be, we have different algorithmic sorting things. The fifth or sixth for me is usually a tranny. He's <laughs> uh, just like the, uh, showing the Netflix like algorithm on Chatterbait yeah. has decided what you like. Right. It's I I I, I uh, explore too much, so I'm being punished for that. But yeah, mm. I mean, so the, but the pet peeve to get back to that is that they will to get tokens, they will act like they're about to orgasm almost all the time, right? And then they and then you're just like, this is <laughs> right. crazy. Like right, you're, right, right. you're 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 having this like exuberant experience constantly for like three hours straight. And at some point yeah. you, you realize, well, this is all just completely performative. It can't be. Yeah. And that, that sort of irritates. And then of course, then the indignity of indignities, they don't actually do the nut until they do like a private show. And then you have to go on one of the many cam site, uh, those ones that re record the cam shows and find them. And then you can watch a I previous mean, Presumably these women have experimented and A-B tested various ways of behaving on camera. And so they're behaving in a way that's maximizing their income. I don't think and, so. Well, hold on. And ahead, yeah. let, let me let me finish the premise of my question because I think yeah. I disagree with it as well. Okay. Uh, and so, you know, they've, they've recognized that every time, what is that device that they put inside themselves that people can remotely vibrate? What is that thing uh, called? Lovence. Yeah. Lovence. The, the Lovence. Yeah. Uh, so often on Chatterbait, dear listeners, uh, you'll see uh, there's some sort of thing that the cam girl can put inside herself that vibrates whenever you provide a tip of sufficient size. And the girl will always <laughs> pretend like it delivers an orgasm for like about four seconds. So she'll, she'll just be like talking about whatever the weather outside. And then suddenly she'll be like moaning and pretending to have an orgasm for about five seconds. And then she'll get back to talking about the weather. Yeah. We've asked uh, cam girls what's really going on there. And we they, have, it's not, they're faking, but go ahead. Yeah, of course they're faking. I mean, it's, I just want to make, I just want to yeah. say we also did that. We did the research too. It was nice that we got them to admit it. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, all right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the premise there was that they do that because they think that's the thing that's tip maximizing. They well, that could, probably is. They, yeah. Well, maybe it's not. Maybe if they were a little bit more coy and required a little bit more uh, foreplay, they could get more I tips do, for me, for my dollar. And I've never spent a dollar on that site, the most effective cam girls. And I think I've said this before, are the ones who are just extremely good at communicating and 
just seem like they're having a good time and don't nickel and dime for like the things they're going to do. Cause look, nobody, they're not really going to have an orgasm. I mean, the most you can get out of them is that they nude up and like stick something up their butt or whatever. Like that's the most that could happen anyway. And so it's like, well, yeah. Well, and even then it just feels like they're, they're doing it out of obligation. It doesn't feel, uh, yeah, I don't understand this. You know, these cam girls will often have a menu where they're like, you know, number one, I'll fake an orgasm. (laughs) Number two, I'll, uh, you know, I don't know, take my panties off. Number three, like I'll penetrate myself with, with X. Number four, I'll penetrate myself with Y. Like they have all these things you can order. And yeah, just every time it just feels so obligatory, perfunctory. Yeah, I, I recently saw a, uh, on Chatterbait, I saw a show where a girl had some sort of, it was like a blue kind of relatively short vibrating dildo. And she had a menu like that. And there were two so there was some guy who must have had a lot of tokens. Two of the items on the menu were suck on the dildo was one of them. Okay. Or lick and suck the dildo. And the other one was stick it up her butt and he would just uh-huh. alternate. <laughs> <laughs> and she would do it dutifully. She didn't wash it That's off like, or anything. Uh, like, and, and sports betting, you could do parlays. You know, you know, <laughs> I went the Patriots by seven and, and the Raiders by by three. And, it, you know, but, but the parlay changes the odds. You have to, you have to... You know, it changes right. the payout, and so yeah, she should. Uh, there, there are certain combinations from her menu that she should charge more for. That's right. Yeah, once once she's put it in the butt, she should raise the price <laughs> for the for the licking. Of course, maybe she has like a condom up her butt or something. I, who knows what she she's probably done various prep. Is there right. such thing as um, what's the device that a woman can put in her vagina that's sort of like an internal condom? Yeah, there's a female condom. What is that thing called? It's just a female condom. Is there? Yeah, that's right. A female butt condom. Well, I think you could use the same thing. I don't the know. The question is whether it would be visible there's, there's to the some, guy, which some, it probably would. There's some crud around the anus itself. I, I think it would be it's hard. To, like even with it's a true. butt condom, I don't think I'd want to put anything into my mouth that had been in that said condom. I strongly agree with that statement. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I thought it was funny that he was essentially. Tro- he probably wasn't trolling, or it was probably his kink. You know, he's like, "This is great. I just love women sucking on things that have just recently been up their butt." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what does the girl think when like she's sitting there doing things out of obligation for men who are clearly trying to troll her? I mean, that's kind she doesn't of- care because she want, wants to get the money. And, and uh, I mean, that the uh, it's a lot of people with not very much money, particularly I know, but in she, like Eastern Europe. But she could like reasonably turn into a misandrist for the rest of her life. Oh, I think, I, I mean, go to Cam Girl Problems. I've been yeah. banned, but you can go there and, and, and read it. And I think that's right. If you have 20 Reddit accounts. How many How many of those have been banned? Actually, to be fair, I've been banned from posting. They didn't ban me from reading. So that oh, was nice. fine. Yeah. What, what a relief. Yes. Um, all right. We're almost two-thirds of the way through here. Uh, let's get to some uh, questions and stories. Um, I don't remember why I included this one. And I generally avoid uh, disastrous threesome post because we've covered it so many times, but I added this one to the spreadsheet and I don't remember why, so I'm sort of eager to read it. Okay. I, 24-year-old female, had a threesome with my boyfriend and his, fr- and his friend, and now he's devastated that I enjoyed myself. Uh-huh. Boyfriend, 25-year-old male, and I have been together for three years. We've explored plenty in our sex life, including FMF threesomes, which were fun. In the past, I was really curious about a MFM, giving a MFM a try, but he wasn't comfortable with that, so we didn't discuss it further. A few months ago, he asked me if I'd be interested in a threesome with his longtime friend. Uh-oh. For some yeah. context, they always had this weird competitive, friendly rivalry thing going on. Boyfriend straight up admitted that he wanted to prove to his friend that he fucks better. Okay. I thought that was a questionable reason to agree to a threesome, but he really wanted to do this with his male friend. He's the most confident guy I know and genuinely thought he knew what he was doing. Okay. I don't remember where uh, this goes, but I, I have a feeling the friend fucks better than him. <laughs> oh, Mike, uh, you've, you've read the foreshadowing. Fast yeah. forward to the threesome. It was by far the best sexual experience I've ever had. I was pretty much spoiled from start to finish by my boyfriend, and my boyfriend was clearly enjoying it too. His friend is physically attractive, so that definitely added to the sexual chemistry. Uh, boy. At one point, he also ate me out, and I came a lot. I've never orgasmed from receiving oral. I don't, I don't think I ever would. I found the dirty talk super hot as well. He was dominant despite the submissive act, and it turned me on a lot. At no point were discussed boundaries ever crossed. The following day, my boyfriend seemed to be in complete shock. He didn't talk to me, 
much. And when he did, he made no eye contact whatsoever. Afterwards, he became withdrawn and depressed. Like he would stay in bed all day and just stare at the wall or something. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I saw him, he was literally doing nothing, which is completely out of character. It's got to the point friends and family asked me what happened to him. A few days ago, I asked him what's wrong. At first, he didn't want to talk about it. But then he confessed that he can't get over our threesome. Oh, what a surprise. He refused to elaborate and just asked me odd questions. If I like his friend, if I think his friend is better in bed, et cetera. I don't think those are odd questions. I kept saying- probably trolling him. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. I kept saying no to his ridiculous questions, but he wasn't satisfied. He even asked me if I still like him, want to be with him, which was just odd. He's still morose and I'm worried that this whole thing had a serious impact on our relationship. So what do I even do in this situation? I don't understand why he's so upset when he's the one who suggested the idea in the first place. Can anyone help explain his thought process? I I have a couple questions One one final thing. (laughs) Update. He has to go on a break. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, so they're they're done. I mean, that goes without saying. So, what is? I have a couple questions. What is eating or cunnilingus? What do you want to call it? Dominantly, what does that look like in your mind? When she said that he did that to her dominantly, how did he? I mean, the only thing I can, the, the most obvious thing I can think of is that he, they're doing it in some kind of sixty nine positions. So he's basically fucking her mouth at the same time. That must not be what she means, though. How do you do that dominantly? Yeah, I know how you can receive a blowjob dominantly, right? They call this face fucking. Oh, for sure. Iramadio. Yeah. So. It's hard to say, right? Yeah. He can maybe have her. She talks about the dominant thing as part of his dirty talk, not necessarily as part of his oral. So So I have another question for you. So let's say that there was an insanely attractive woman Mm -hmm. that you really wanted to sleep with. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but the gatekeeper here is that at the beginning, it's required that you give her oral sex for say 10 minutes while a a male friend of yours just watches you give her oral sex. Would that bother you? A bit, but not enough for me not to do it. So you would do it. Uh, why would it bother you? I just don't want company in my bedroom. Okay. So it's not, and I mean, also, not, I mean, you don't have to be naked. Let's say, you let somebody be... says like, oh yeah, you can fuck me, but you know, Mike has to be there. I just don't want to deal with that smoke after. Like, I don't want to have to ah, have conversations with you okay. about. Yeah. I, I don't told you, think, like, I don't think I have anything to be like embarrassed about, but I just I, don't want to. I've told you before my experience at the Mitchell Brothers, which I think now sadly is closed in San Francisco, is a, a, a very kinky yeah. strip bar, strip club. Have I told you that experience? No, uh, not that I recall. I think I might have. It, uh, there was this thing they had. Seems where you likely. Would <laughs> sit at. Well, it was, I guess it was sort of a relatively normal strip club. Well, thing. it was the only all nude one in the city, right? Is that right? No, I think Centerfolds was all nude. Ah, uh, I'm not positive either. I'm more uh, of a gold club guy. Gold, I used Gold to, Club, for our listeners, is known to be the classier of the uh, strip clubs in San Francisco. All right, there we go. Um, so uh, the, there was a there was a I guess dance floor kind of thing that was elevated. There were stools, or chairs, or something where you could sit right up against the dance floor, and the women would dance and cavort right in front of you, very close. So it was unlike stripping. I mean, maybe, maybe strippers do this too, I guess, but like they would get very close to you. So anyway, they would make a point of kind of coming up to each guy and doing something in front of them mm-hmm. and probably to get you to tip right then. So she, the woman did her cavorting in front of me. I thought it was great. Then she did it in front of the guy to the left of me and she put her legs over his shoulders and she of course was naked and her hmm. butt was right at the edge of the stage. And then I turned and looked and I saw him lean forward with his tongue Whoa. out and start licking her vulva. Yeah. And I did not like that. That's my story. Um, well, there's a lot not to like there. <laughs> but also, I can't imagine. Well, I mean, I do like going down on women. Okay. I don't love strip clubs. And so- this thing where like men get like hyper aroused at strip clubs, I, I actually have like a little bit of difficulty relating to. It's hard for yeah. me to get aroused by people that I know are performing for me out of obligation. And so I, I just don't like that aspect of strip clubs. And so I can't imagine being aroused in that situation, but I can't imagine being so aroused that I would lick something I shouldn't. It just wouldn't be in a strip club. But right, uh, right. yeah, I mean, but man, you should not. 
<laughs> did he get that, kicked out? Did she say anything or she just? No, I think he was a regular or something and it was fine. Oh, I, I, I didn't like it. I think I kicked myself out. Uh, so you're, <laughs> the, the licking thing reminds me of the uh, joke I saw on TikTok. Uh, a woman's butthole is like a nine volt battery. You know, you shouldn't lick it, but you, sometimes you just do. Something like yeah. that. That's the joke. You may yes. have heard that one. Yeah. I have not uh, heard that one, but I am aware of what happens when you lick a nine volt battery. Okay. So you would tolerate someone watching you other, other than your concern, your main concern about somebody watching you to get access to this high, highly attractive woman is that that would, the stakes would go up next time or somehow it wouldn't, that wouldn't be enough, but you would tolerate if, if you could be sure that was the limit of what had to happen, somebody getting to watch you give oral to a woman in order yes, to get Where are you going with this though? I was just, I was curious around like, uh, dominance around giving oral to women and shame around it. I, I, I was just curious, like how that, how men think about that, because it's not, um, it, no, well, I mean, I know dominant. that, I know that, I know that in some cultures going down on women is considered really shameful. Like in yeah. Brazil in particular, I think very, very, very few men go down on their wives. Hmm. Um, there's various statistics around that. I don't know them off the top of my head. I don't think that it's particularly submissive to go down on a woman. And I think most women want their partners to go down on them. Um, that seems, it's actually surprising to me that such a cultural norm could persist because you would think that uh, it's like it's like evolution. The, the small set of men who are willing to do that activity would be so much more prized by women that then they would just get a lot more sex, right? So if you go to Brazil- think, I don't think most women have more than a few sexual partners in their life. Yeah, they're not they're Probably not vetting right. everybody for candidacy. That's a mistake. I agree. Right. Yeah. But yeah, there's Assuming... not enough. There's not enough of a selection process to weed out right. people who are really bad at sex. Assuming you quote unquote fuck better than someone else to the extent mm -hmm. that you're going to have a little competition like that. Particularly, this is just a terrible decision this guy made because if this guy really exists, yeah, because. Right. Uh, it, just the novelty of it is going to make the other guy have an advantage, right? And, so, and then yeah. Yeah, what, I, I a, mean, yeah, what a risk he took there. I mean, he had to watch his friend go down on his girlfriend and give her her first oral orgasm. I mean, I, yeah. I haven't gone through something like that, but that would be so emasculating that he basically has no choice but to break up with her after that. I mean, I guess if hmm. he were like super mature, he could be like, wow. Uh, that's great that we now know that that's possible for you. Let's 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 work on that. But man, that takes a lot of maturity. Yeah, can you help me do with my tongue what my best friend did to you with it? Right. This, yeah, I that's mean, rough. Yeah. And then you have to like convince yourself that it, that she's not going to be thinking about him constantly. I mean, oh, it's just rough. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's surprising. Like, yeah. I see why I added that one to the spreadsheet. I like I like that. Okay. Uh, I was going to bring this one up earlier when we were looking at the uh, video that had some interesting anatomical yeah. visuals. But uh, this person asks, when I fuck my girlfriend, I sometimes feel the poop on the other side of her vaginal walls. Whether it's my fingers or my dick, when she has to go, I can feel it on the other side. Should I just ignore her? Tell her? That's it. That's the post. Well, she probably knows. I mean, that right. she has to poop. Yes. It's not I surprising. I have not known to feel this. I am now mildly concerned that uh, after reading this post, I will be more sensitive to noticing it. I don't want to notice this. I don't want to know that this is possible. Um, a few of the comments are pretty good here. What is, I got to say, after 17 years, I can't say I've ever noticed. Now I'm going to check and see. My wife will probably be wondering what I'm doing or say, this new technique you have isn't working for me. And this guy says, ha ha, shh, babe, I'm feeling for poop. Um, another person says, never letting a man near me ever again after reading this. You can feel it. So I think it's common that men and women don't recognize that they can feel it. Have you? Do you think you can? I have two, yeah, I have, have you noticed? I have. Uh, I've had oh, this experience. Uh, at first, it was with a very, very, very thin woman. Again, maybe with the, the same woman. Okay. Yeah, maybe it might have been the same one regarding the 
the penis visibility through the abdomen. This, this strongly implies there's some weight below which you don't, or some body fat percentage below which uh, things take a turn for the worse. Yeah. Well, although the first thing was for the better, perhaps. But, yeah, I don't. I, she wasn't. I don't think she was um, unhealthily thin. Just, just very thin. Yeah, I'm just not thin sure. enough that these two things were became right. Yeah. Uh, I at first I thought I was feeling her tailbone, uh, but then <sighs> I thought about the anatomy of the area and realized it had to be poop. And then I, I have one other thing to say, which is that was I was this with um, your fingers or with your penis? It was my fingers. Okay. It was my fingers. I don't think you're. It's un. Yeah, I guess if you're in the doggy style position, it's a little unusual. For, usually, your penis is sort of aiming the other way. Not. I feel like my finger pads are most sensitive. And when I'm going in there with my fingers, usually the pads are facing the direction away from her anal canal. Oh, you don't like to stimulate her G-spot with your fingernails? <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I definitely try to avoid that. Although, I mean, look, it, it, I definitely have put my fingers facing the other way. but Right. Uh, it could be the case that I do that so infrequently and that's why I haven't really felt this. Yeah, no, I mean, I've, yeah, you sort of feel around sometimes and I've definitely had this experience. The other thing is that, um, actually if, and I know this from some Google Bing, probably Bing searching I did at some point in the last year, um, women can actually use fingers in their vagina as a way to deal with constipation. I know this because I found something talking about that. Yeah, they can. Yeah, let's say you have you're constipated. They can they have this extra avenue that a man doesn't have to uh, to they deal with that. To express their anal glands, they can just go in through the why patch. Would you, why would you need to express your anal glands? Oh, sometimes when you're trying to poop, you can go on. <laughs> I don't know what you're, you're talking about. A, yeah, I know you're making a face in such a way that I suddenly feel like I shouldn't complete this <laughs> thought. But yeah. it's but it's too late now. So here we go. Um, sometimes if I'm constipated, oh, I Lord. can basically press on my sphincter in such a way that it can help, uh, loosen things up. It doesn't always work. In fact, I would say it rarely works, but do it has worked some non-zero Do you push on the edge of the sphincter or the center where the hole is? Not really sure. It's more like a, <laughs> and I, I regret this already. Uh, it's more like a, I don't know. I, I think I would use like two fingers to kind of go around or side to side. There's, I don't, I actually know what's happening. I, I thought, you know how you can like express a dog's anal glands? Like some people that have really old dogs need to do this to get them to poop. No, I would never, I don't want to have a dog. I don't have a dog and I would never, <laughs> Okay. if I had a dog that needed that, I would kill it because yeah, it, that would be, be a young that dog. Is the, probably the compassionate thing to do. If well, like course. your dog needs help from you to poop. Yeah, uh, it doesn't want to live like to call that. It. Yeah. Um, but yes, well, it can be it done. Live like that, but I don't want it. It can definitely be done in dogs, and I think I could do it to myself. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, so the so that the, okay, I've never tried that on myself. I um, I probably was searching on this because I was constipated, though I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> the details. But I'm just guessing. That's why I searched it. Yeah. But I did encounter this piece of information that women can sort of reach up in there, and if you think about it, like you get access to like kind of a nice stretch of the old intestine that you can then sort of s- massage stuff down. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, like if a guy really wanted to, there's pro- look, there's, yeah, there's porn of it. I bet you there is porn of that somewhere. Some guy. Can you do it better than a woman can do it to herself? Like does a probably. man have an angle? I mean, you have longer fingers. Probably. I don't want to because the, um, when the poop does come out, like how do you, you're going to be there. You're not, it's going to be hard to get out of the room when the poop comes out. I'm trying to think of a situation where I would feel comfortable with Oof. a partner asking me to do this. Oh, if I had to, if it was like a, you know, health crisis, then sure, but uh I wouldn't yeah, it wouldn't be my favorite like, activity. Once you've once you've gone in and squeezed the poop down the toothpaste tube, that's that's not something that leaves the mind quickly. It would yeah, it'd be better if I didn't actually see it exiting. But we should probably move on because yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know if our listeners are that fecal obsessed. I'm certainly not. Right, so. right. Yeah, we we've, we've done well not getting into fecal matters for a while, but uh, yeah. <laughs> reset the days without incident to zero here. Yeah. Uh, okay. This person says, "I wish putting out on the first date didn't stop me from being dating material." It often seems yeah. like having sex on the first date with men means they won't see you as anything serious. Like I need to wait three plus dates to be serious material to date before I can have sex with them. But I'm a high libido single woman. I'm horny all the damn time. I want to fuck on the first date. 
if I like you and you're handsome. I also want to pursue something serious. I wish these things didn't seem to roll each other out. It's especially an issue because to me, sex is important in a relationship. I've yet to meet a man who could keep up with me, but even if the libido is not as high as mine, I need someone who has high sexual libido and someone who I'm sexually compatible with. I've been on too many dates only to have sex months after spending time with this person to learn it would, wouldn't work out on this level. Okay, well, there's a big gap between first date and months, but we'll get into it. Having sex on the first date assuming we're both willing, is like asking if the other person wants kids or not. It's a matter of compatibility. I'm just so frustrated men seem unwilling to pursue me further or work towards something more serious if I've had their dick in my mouth, quote, too soon. As I don't understand it at all from the perspective of the man either. You wanted to have sex with me as much as I did. Why does this mean I'm not worth investing serious effort in now? I don't really know what I'm, this last paragraph, I don't really know what I'm looking for, just venting my frustration, I guess. Where the hell can I find a dude will fuck me early on and still take me out on dates after. Is anyone else having this issue or is it just me? Uh, I have something to say to this, but mm -hmm. okay. I've known a number of women who report this complaint that they sleep with a man on a first date and you know they never call after. And I was thinking about this when I, when I initially read it. All of them had the same problem, which is, uh, I think they were pretty lame dating candidates generally. The women. Yeah. And okay. so I don't know what the deal is with this woman. So bear with me here. But I think a lot of women mistake that they're having sex with somebody on a first date is the reason why people aren't interested in them after. I think the reason why people aren't interested in them after, at least in the anecdotal experience I've had, is because they are lame for some other reason. This is uh, because when you say they're not, they're lame, it's because you, you mean they're not physically attractive, I assume, for the most or, part. Or emotionally or mentally. Yeah, they're not attractive for some reason. I don't, I okay. don't, think, I don't, I don't think physically needs to be on there. As an well, other things- I mean, They were physically not... attractive enough for the person to have sex with them once, so. That's not a high bar. I mean, the, 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 uh, especially if it's only one date. The, I mean, those other ways to be unattractive might take longer to become apparent. Sucks but I, yeah, I don't think so. I think people show their cards enough on a first date. I mean, not always, but especially if the date is long enough to bed them, mm -hmm. uh, you can get somewhat of a read. Well, I mean, a couple of things I would say are one, uh, a really good way, even if you're not having sex with the guy on the first date, because she's saying one of her points, and I think this is a good one is that she wants to date somebody who's good at sex. And one way to know someone's good at sex, and this is absolutely true, is, is to ask yourself, does this person host a successful sex podcast? <laughs> if they do, they're probably good at it. So that's my first point. Right. Um, second YMMV point. YMMVpod.com, <laughs> ladies. Yes. The well, <laughs> second point is uh, that she's, you, I think you basically have put your finger on it. There, there are two issues. One is that the bar for a guy, for a for a person that a man will have sex with if they've had one date is much lower than the bar for the guy to be willing to go repeatedly on dates with them mm -hmm. and then have sex with them. And so it could simply be that there's something unattractive, as you mentioned. And the other issue is that um, men do not, men generally don't love the idea of a woman who has a high so-called body count. And you can say that's not fair. But it simply is. It's uh, not fair, but it is. Yeah, it, no, I think it. I think okay. I, let me. Let it me. It is for some people. We've discussed this before. It's not for me. It is for you. Yeah, I mean, let me argue why there, there's a rational thing here. Men have much lower standards than women. Women are uh, for who men will have sex with, particularly if there's not a whole lot of investment required to get to the sex. And so, so yeah, put it this way: if there were an infinite number of reasonable candidates for women that I could have sex with or a man could have sex with, uh, most men would have a body count in the thousands or higher. They would mm -hmm. say, okay. They just repeatedly say, okay. So, you know, in human mating and dating, women are the folks who are, have the burden of being selective on them. And that's, that is sort of, there's sort of a, a pressure there. Now, if you have a woman who's chosen to not be selective, that makes the man suspicious, <laughs> right? What about you has made it so that you don't need to be selective? And so then it gets back to your same point. Even if, even if there's nothing obviously unattractive about the woman, the man is going mm -hmm. to think, well, there must be something because she's chosen not to be selective. I, I don't know. There's a chicken and egg thing here. 
I I don't think I have ever changed my mind on whether I want to have a second date with someone based on sex the first time. Uh, that's not entirely true. I've talked on this podcast before about the woman who was like so loud hmm. that I was actually embarrassed. And yeah, I changed my mind and didn't Let's want to have suppose- sex with her again. I did have sex with her one more time. And then it totally, and then she was so loud that time as well. And it cemented it. And I was like, okay, all right, never again. And let's that time I kept my promise a, to myself. But, but generally, suppose, like, I yeah. just don't. Yeah. All right, go ahead. I think there's a certain amount of ego at play there. Let's suppose you were not a highly rated sex podcast ho- mm-hmm. host and you were a much less compelling man. So I think what I think is going on is you think to yourself, well, she had sex with me on the first day because I'm awesome. Let's say you were not mm. as awesome. Then you might say, oh, she's doing this a lot and it might make you suspicious, right? Like you don't, when, when she has sex with it's you, hard for, it's you, hard for me to know the counterfactuals. Like, oh, if you weren't you, how would you think? It's like, well, I don't know. But do you put it, put it this way? When a woman has sex with you on the first date, do you conclude that she likely has sex with most men on the first date? Or do you conclude that that's probably unusual ah, for her and you're just that awesome? Interesting. Because I would conclude the I trust what she says and what I've detected about her on that front. So it might adjust my priors a little bit, but I would form my own opinion about how sexually promiscuous I thought uh, the person was and whether or not I'm able to close on the first date might affect that prior some, but it wouldn't be much. I I would believe what she said about that. Let's say it was a woman like this one who posted in the poster, wherever she posted. And, uh, you, and she told, she was very upfront with you and said, look, I just like to fuck on the first date. So it's not you. It's just, that's what she likes to do. Would that affect your uh, decision making? I I generally, I generally don't mind sexually promiscuous women. If somebody Hmm. said that to me, I would feel compelled to have a very unsexy conversation, which is something like, what do you do to ensure your safety? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how often are, are you tested? Do you always use condoms? Like, yeah, I would have, with a lot of women who are very sex chasing are sort of confusingly unsafe. Not all of them, of course, but uh, yeah, that like begs other questions. I see. I see. So you're trying, I think you're making a, an effort to be rational about it, which is good. It's reasonable. But I think a lot of guys would just be concerned about what the other bodies are in their closet, what they look like and would think, yeah. oh, these. I think is- also uh, if, if I've decided that I'm not interested in someone, I don't have enough desperation, I guess, for sex that I would try to sleep with them, even though I knew I wasn't interested. So there, there's another sort of chicken and egg here. Like I probably wouldn't sleep with someone that I didn't have intentions of seeing again. Right. But I think a lot of men do not have that requirement. Correct. That's a, you're, that's the, the, uh, uh, hang on, uh, privilege. You have Chad privilege there. That's Chad privilege. I suppose. But like, but so what, I mean, what is this, why is this girl constantly having this experience? I think because she's, most people aren't, most guys aren't chads. And so yeah, they, but she, right. But she's choosing partners in such a way that it's likely that they're going to be lame. Now, maybe she has to because of the way she looks or the way that probably. she behaves. But yeah, I mean, that's not a very satisfying answer for her. Sure. But I mean, I think it's the right one. Like she, she's not dating guys who have a strong enough and maybe accurate enough ego to feel like, okay, this is, this doesn't bother me. She's dating guys where they think, yeah, you're having sex with guys that maybe for safety reasons, maybe just, yeah, they just, they just don't want to be, if they saw the other guys, I think that's true for you too. I think that if you, I, I think it's likely that if you had sex with a woman or were dating a woman and then you learned that she'd had many, many past partners and they were not, you were kind of surprised when you saw pictures of them or something, I think you might find that bothersome. Down, down you're probably just, yeah, you're just assuming that's not the case because you figure, oh, well, they're probably similar to me, me, similar to you or something like that. 
Yeah, I think I map things onto my own experiences generally in life. I mean, I don't think right. there's anything terribly strange about that. All right, we've been going for over an hour, so I'm going to wrap this. Uh, that's enough for episode 88 of Your Mileage May Vary. You can find us on Twitter at YMMVPod or send us an email at YMMVPod at gmail.com. You can ask us questions or leave us comments. If you leave us a comment, we pay $10. Just give us your Venmo or PayPal or whatever you like. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to catching you next time on Your Mileage May Vary. Je veux et je viens Entre tes reins Je vais et je viens Je me gueule